0: As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Alright, hey everyone, welcome into another episode of the Sleeping with the Numbers podcast. Dylan and Pat here to go over the week six picks and bets. Uh, We got bye weeks this week, so a little shorter episode this time around. Uh, This past week, uh, let's read through how we did... Uh, for the money line, I went 10 and 6. Pat, you went 9 and 5. Yes, I know that doesn't add up to 16. Uh, Pat, for some reason, only 14 of your picks showed up for me um, out of the 16.
1: It's <laughs> probably because I lost when I wanted to have a better win percentage.
0: <laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> so uh, you you went 9 and 5 there, Pat. On the spread, I went 9 and 8. You went 4 and 9. And then we both did pretty poor here on the over unders. It was a weird week. Um, I went seven and nine. You went four and eight.
1: So oh god, yeah, Goodness. a little painful there. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel confident about anything that happened. I, but I also felt like my spread picks. I felt more con- like I feel like this week, like you said, a lot of things went weird. Like the Jets dominated. I mean, what? Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. A lot of people got hurt abruptly. In the beginning of games, T. Higgins, Rashad Penny. Like, I feel like that influenced those spreads a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, giants. I don't. Well, I guess there wasn't an injury there. The Packers just lost. Uh, but to compare ourselves to a robot, Pat, uh, the robot's doing pretty well. So, first week of the model, the model went 12 and four on the money line, 75% hit, and 11 and five on the spread, uh, 68 and three quarter percent hit rate there um it doesn't remember it it does not do over under picks because uh those were not going well so we just dropped them ended up just doing a money line picks instead another thing to remember uh we don't take juice bets so bets that are over well i guess technically under minus 200 uh the model will not actually take those bets so on the bets it did take it went 17 and 8 up 10.13 units, 68% win rate, and a return on investment of 40.53%. So pretty well for this first week. However, the model does not take into account injuries. So I'm a little worried uh, this time around on some of its picks. Uh, I haven't dug into them too much. I I ran it right before we started, but uh, it, it, it will not take those into account. And some of these picks may be a little bit weird. So speaking of weird, we have a terrible Thursday night football game, a primetime game. I think the NFL is just trying to fuck with Amazon here for their uh, taking over of Thursday night football by giving them just the worst games possible. So the one and four Washington commanders go to take on the two and three bears. Uh, Currently, Chicago is favored by a point. Minus 109 on the money line. Uh, actually, both of them are. So it's a it's a pick 'em here. Um, both minus 103 on the money line and an over under very low of 38 points. So this matchup, Pat, we have two, and I can I can start saying this again because Wentz finally fell off as as I predicted. Two terrible quarterbacks playing against each other. Uh, injuries here. Uh, Dotson was out last game. Looks like Logan Thomas will be out this game. Uh, pay attention if Dotson comes back or not. It's only Wednesday practice, so we really can't rely on, on those reports. Uh, for the Bears, nothing of note. So, Pat, this is such a coin flip game, and I, I really just want to get through it because I don't want to talk about either of these teams because they're bad. Uh, the only positive here is Brian Robinson coming back. Um, that's great for him. However, for Antonio Gibson, owners not great for them. So Pat, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Washington to win in cover, which I don't want to do, but I don't have a choice here. Uh, but I will. I have a little bit of confidence in the over, over 38 points. Um, that's pretty low. If Washington gets going, they can they can score, and the Bears are not the best defense. In fact, they're the 31st ranked defense by pro football focus. So they suck.
1: I took the exact opposite because like you said, it's a coin flip. I don't really care. So I took Chicago to win and cover. Obviously I took the under now here's a fun prop bet. You can, I don't think it's real, but it could probably be real. What number is higher? Carson Wentz picks or Justin Fields passing touchdowns. That would be a fun bet.
0: That is interesting. Picks versus the touchdowns. Which one's greater, you said?
1: Yes. Would you rather does <sighs> Carson Wentz throw more picks or does Justin Fields throw for more touchdowns? I
0: would say Wentz throws for more picks.
1: That's what I would naturally think as well. But with this game, I the the commanders team sucks defensively. So it could go it could be a push for all I know.
0: All right, let's let's get out of this. Gross game here and go to... Eh, it's, a, it's a little better. It's a little better. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, 3-2, going to take on the 2-3 and three, Atlanta Falcons. San Francisco currently 5.5 point away favorites, minus 242 on the money line, plus 198 for the Falcons, And over-under of 44.5 points here. In the last game, the the Niners looked good. They really embarrassed Baker, which is all I care about. They got Matt roll fired, so... Kudos to them. Great work. However, they haven't really played a lot of great teams this year. They played Chicago and lost, if, if we recall. Seattle beat them. Barely lost to the Broncos and a hobbled Russell Wilson. They beat the Rams, but the Rams do not look like the Super Bowl team that they were. And then they come and blow out the Carolina Panthers. They get another easy matchup here. Uh I'm gonna end up taking the uh, the Niners to win and cover, and I'll I'll go under that. um, Oh, what the hell was it? Forty-four and a half points. I I think San Francisco is gonna continue running the ball just like they always do, which causes Atlanta to not have the ball as much. And even though it seems like Pitts will be trending to come back, London's there, and I really like Drake London um they're just not a high powered offense at all. Uh they're they're fun for fantasy because well, Drake London's fun for fantasy, not uh, Kyle Pitts because he gets all of the work. But you can't just lean on one guy like that. He isn't quite there yet. So I'm taking San Francisco to win cover and I'll go with the under.
1: Well, based off of your comments from the last episode that you did solo, I'm not going to be entertaining and I will do the exact same thing that you did. Because for me, I have zero confidence in the Falcons, especially since they don't have Cordero Patterson, who to me is, even though Drake London's and Kyle Pitts are both probably better athletes because they're younger, Patterson's the best offensive weapon they have. Um, wasn't super stoked about Algier or Caleb Huntley. So I think for now, I don't really know what's going to happen with their offense. They kind of lost their main attack, which was the Russian game. So I think San Francisco is going to methodically beat them up. So it's going to be low scoring. Jimmy G is going to do just fine. And like you said, it's probably going to be the under probably San Francisco, like 2110, something like that.
0: I forgot to read the models pick. So uh, for for the Washington Chicago game, the model pick the Bears to win and cover Uh, for this game, it is taking San Francisco to win and cover.
1: This is what happens when you don't respect the Thursday night game. You can't do this. Even the model knows better. The model, if there was truly no respect, the model wouldn't even make a pick.
0: Yeah. Well, that, maybe that's another variable I got to give it. If the Thursday night game is shit, don't make a pick. Pretend it doesn't exist. Love it. Two and three Patriots go to Cleveland to take on the two and three Browns. Uh, Somewhat surprised the Browns are favored. Uh, I, I it likely has to do with uh, which is is his name Billy Zap or am I making up the Billy Bailey Bailey. Bailey Zap? Okay, I like Billy Zap better. Uh, <laughs> but he, he looked good. He looked good. They blew out the Detroit Lions. Yes, I know it was the Detroit Lions and they didn't really have their playmakers, but they looked good. Um, defense looks solid. So I I do think this game will be pretty close. Um, I also think both teams have the ability to score. Uh, Jacoby Myers finally figured out how to get into the end zone after a year or so, and then Nick Chubb is just an animal. He is he might be the new Derrick Henry. Uh, I know Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry, but I don't. Th- I think Nick Chubb has longer in the league right now than Derrick Henry does. I'm pretty sure he is a couple years younger. Uh, But they look great. They'll be able to run the ball. Jacoby hasn't looked terrible, and Amari Cooper has even had some on and off games here. So I I expect this one to be close, and in these close matchups, I usually do kind of leave it to the home team, and that's what I'm going to be doing here. I will take Cleveland to win, but I'll take New England to cover. uh, The... uh, over-under here is at just 43.5 points, and I think that's kind of low, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that over
1: 43.5. Yeah, for me, I'm going to take New England to win cover as well. I'm not super stoked. I mean, for me, the Browns are solid. Defensively, like you said with Nick Chubb, they have a good offense, but what... I feel like they lack is anything explosive because we've seen in the past Nick Chubb kind of go off on several games, but he eventually disappears. And by disappears, I mean the defense finally figures out, Oh, if they don't run with Nick Chubb, they can't do anything. And I think that the, the Patriots defense is smart enough to figure that out. So I think for me, what I'm looking at is a team that's hot. Now, what concerns me is that Damian Harris is probably not going to play. So now it kind of goes to the same situation with the Patriots where you're focusing on Ramondre Stevenson and it almost brings a different element to that defense where you're only focusing on that one back because it goes from focusing, well, how do we stop Damian Harris and Ramondre to just Ramondre? And that kind of concerns me as well. But like you said, Zap's been playing well. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game just because the Browns have been hot in terms of scoring high. The Patriots have been doing fairly well as well. I just think... Team wise, the Patriots have a little bit more of their team together, even though they're both coming in with well, I guess the Patriots have a double backup, whereas the Browns are going in with their temporary starter in Jacoby. So I'll take Patriots to win, cover, and I'll take the over.
0: And the model will be taking Cleveland to win and New England to cover. Green Bay playing another New York team. The New York Jets three and two. They're both three and two. That's impressive. Jets are three and two. Taking on the Green Bay Packers, also three and two. Uh, Packers seven and a half point home favorites, minus three fifty eight on the money line, plus two seventy nine for the Jets and over under of forty five and a half points. Uh, I thought the Jets looked pretty pretty darn good last game. I understand that uh, Miami lost well Tua first and now Teddy, and they were with playing against a rookie. But even before that, they, they look pretty solid. I think their offense is really coming together and Those draft picks that uh, they got this year are are looking fantastic. So on the other side of the ball, Green Bay starting to scare me. Um, I will take them to win. I won't bet on them to do that. But for my pick, I'll take them to win. And uh, I will take the Jets to cover here. That's seven and a half points. You know, that's um, a touchdown the extra point in that half. So usually at that seven and a half, um, I'll usually take the dog, but also remember seven and a half is a key number that you use for those long teasers. So green Bay would be a team to throw in for that. So green Bay to win jets to cover. And I will take the over 45 and a half points.
1: Ooh, we have one difference. So I'll take Green Bay to win and the Jets cover, but I'm going to take the under. For some reason, I feel like that this game's going to be a little bit slower than what we've expected lately. Even though both defenses have been meh, I'm not super stoked about anything. I think that the Packers still need to figure out how they're going to utilize the running back tandem better. So I wasn't super impressed with their game against the Giants, even though the Giants are good. Same thing with the Jets. I'm not super impressed with the Jets, even though they've been playing well. So... I think the under is more likely because I think you have two teams that are still kind of finding themselves in a sense, but in the, for the most part, they might cancel one another out.
0: Model green Bay to win and jets to cover. Wow. They only have green Bay winning by 1.98 points. Divisional matchup, probably Probably the worst division in football. Is that fair? Jacks the, what is this? The AFC South, Jaguars versus the Colts. They're the worst division.
1: No, I wouldn't say the worst division, but they're definitely up there. I mean, Who's AFC North does not look good.
0: That That's very fair.
1: Now, do I think that the Steelers are possibly better than the Texans? I would hope so. But I would say the Colts and the Titans are serviceable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, coming into the season, well, it's crazy. You know, you, you start the season with one outlook. You know, I, I think I can't, I'd can't. i have to go back and look, but I, I believe I had the Colts having a pretty solid season, and I was excited for them, and they just have not performed up to task. And the Jags started off odd, and now they're coming back down to earth. They even got a win against a team that I had making it uh, pretty damn close to the Super Bowl. Actually, I might have had them winning it. Um, But the Chargers uh, and the Chargers don't look great. Seems like they're coming back to life here. Uh, But the beginning of the season, I had all the hope in the world for them. And now I just don't. Uh, Colts, two point home favorites here. Minus 129 on the money line. Plus 109 for the Jags. Over under of 42 points. Um, This is... I would say I want the Jaguars to win. I think they're a team I want to see succeed in the long term. Uh, But the Colts, given... So I kind of got a little caveat here. Given Jonathan Taylor is back, I will be taking the Colts to win in cover. However, if he is not back, I think I take the Jaguars here. And... The margin is just so slim between these teams. I think if it's only what, well, Hines got hurt. Hines got concussed immediately. So I don't even know who their third running back was. But if they don't have.
1: Oh, no. Deion Jackson or something like that. I lied.
0: Well, either one of those. Not excited about. So. Got a little caveat in there. So if, if JT's out again, I'm taking the Jags. Otherwise, I'll, I'll go with the home team with the Colts here. Um, 42 points. That is low in my mind. Uh, but I, I'll take the over either way.
1: Yeah, for me, I think what I'm concerned about as well is Jonathan Taylor. As Balloon Shop called them, Jonathan Taylor Downs. If you don't know the reference, then sucks suck. But... I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half, the under forty-two, and Colts win outright. My theory is that, like you said, the Jags may have been playing a little bit above their level. You know, maybe they had a little bit of a hoorah from a new coach, but for the most part, I think that the Colts over the long term should have been better than what their record stated. So I'm going to roll with that.
0: The model thinks Jacksonville's going to blow them out of the water. They have the Jags to win and cover. Uh, They only have the Colts scoring 10 points and uh, the Jags scoring 19. Again, that really doesn't mean much uh, because we know it doesn't do very well at, at the numbers. But it does expect Jacksonville to win in cover. I didn't realize the Vikings were four and one, but the the four and one Minnesota Vikings go to Miami to take on the three and two dolphins. The dolphins are prepping to have their rookie Thompson come in and play for this matchup. A lot more uh, strict rules with the concussion protocol now, as it seems like there should be. Um, You know, I I think they might be overcompensating now um, after the horrible thing with Tua. And, you know, probably in the next year or so, they'll they'll get it back to where it should be. But right now, the NFL and the NFL – well, the NFLPA is pissed, first off. Um, and they're really forcing uh, the NFL to make sure these protocols are taken very seriously. So there might be people coming off the field for longer than, quote-unquote, necessary. I'm Again, I'm not a doctor, um, but – it may be a point where they're, they're being way safer than they have been in the past, which, again, they should be, uh, but that might be what's keeping uh, Teddy out of this game.
1: Wait, are you saying that social media has caused people to overreact in a way that doesn't make logical sense?
0: Never. No, I wouldn't insinuate that at all.
1: And I'm also shocked that the Vikings are 4-1 because I've looked at some of those games. I'm like, There's, they're 1-3 and or something like that. They probably didn't even finish a game because that doesn't make sense. But yeah, I'm surprised too. I thought that they were doing worse. I guess this is just what we see on the field doesn't necessarily match what we thought was going to happen. But I feel like the whole NFC North has been kind of under underwhelming too.
0: They also have a super easy schedule. So their only loss is to Philly in Week 2. They beat Green Bay, they beat Detroit, they beat New Orleans, and they just beat Chicago. So... Fairly easy schedule at the beginning. Their their end schedule is, well, their middle schedule is not as fun. Their end schedule is kind of easy, too. Uh, the Vikings are three and a half point away. Favorites minus 180 on the money line, plus 151 for the Dolphins. Again, a little surprising for me here uh, with them ha- likely having to play the rookie quarterback that they are this close, just three and a half points. Um, obviously, the team's very talented. Tyreek Hill and Waddle can take any single ball to the house. Uh, Raheem Mostert uh, seems to have taken over that backfield. Chase Edmonds, who I was pretty excited about this season. I drafted him in quite a few places. You you can't even have him on your bench anymore. He's just completely lost uh, that backfield. So it's all Raheem Mostert, which, you know, everyone totally predicted that he would get the starting job, not the guy they paid a bunch of money to. Over-under is set at 45 and a half points. I will be taking Minnesota to win in cover. Uh, I think they'll be able to kind of get ahead and coast because I I got to see it from the rookie, and I, I don't know how he's going to do his first time starting a game. Um, and because of that, I don't think Miami is going to be able to keep up, so I will take that under uh, 45 and a half points.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the exact same, so I have nothing else to add to this game.
0: The model taking Minnesota to win and cover. Two and three Cincinnati Bengals going to the uh New Orleans to play to the New Orleans. Going to New Orleans to play the two and three Saints. Uh I don't know if Jameis is coming back. Keep an eye on that. Seems like they don't need him because they'll just have Taysom Hill play every position apparently and you you can't do anything with them because DraftKings still has them as a quarterback and you're never going to put him there. Uh, It'd be great if he was there as a tight end. And then some platforms you can only play him as a tight end, which is always a risk because he can get you zero points or he can get you 30. So he is the most confusing player to me. And uh, I'm worried that their new head coach is starting to, Become like Sean Payton and throw him into everything just because he's a gadget guy. We gotta throw him everywhere we can. The Bengals, point and a half away favorites, minus two 127 on the money line, plus 107 for the Saints. Uh pretty low over-under of 43 points. And I will say that is likely because the Bengals only know two plays. Either run it up the gut for half a yard with Joe Mixon, or everyone runs a go route. Those are the only two plays they run, and they're they're stupid for it. They could have easily won that game against Baltimore this past week, but again, the the play calling is just just awful. So I'll, with that said. Uh, I still have to make a pick here, and uh, it is going to be Cincinnati to win, uh, but to kind of hedge my bets here, I'm going to take newer runs to cover, and I think that uh, over-under is pretty low. Jamar Chase can get back to what everyone wants him to be. I have no idea what happened with T. Higgins also. He he lost me two games. I'm sorry, three games. Why do I have him on so many teams? Maybe that's my fault, but... (laughs) He just came in, decided, nah, I'm too hurt. And then the head coach goes, you know, in the right situation, he could have came back and played. Um, but apparently losing the game, very close game, to your divisional rivals isn't the right situation. So I don't know what that is to get T. Higgins to play. Um, honestly, it might be better if he's out this this week. Uh, so Jamar Chase can get back to doing what he's supposed to do. So Cincinnati to win for me, DeHoro wins the cover, and I'll take the over 43.
1: I'm going to take Cincinnati to win cover, and I'll take the over as well. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a shootout because we've seen Camara get a little bit more squared away as well. And I think regardless, of the quarterback the Saints can clearly produce, so I'm not worried about that at all.
0: Model here taking Cincy to win and cover. 3-2 Baltimore Ravens going to take on the 4-1 Jets. Who did they lose to? Dallas. Cooper rushes Dallas, no less. Uh, Man, that's so wild. I think you bet on the Giants to make playoffs now. Um, I think there's value there. But... The Ravens are six point away favorites minus 248 on the money line plus 201 for the uh, Giants over under of just 45 points. Uh, Saquon got a little stinger, went to the locker room, came right back. He was fine. Sounds like he's still fine and not expected to miss any playing time. And I'm getting wild with this one. I I'm starting to believe in the Giants. More so I believe in Saquon. So I'm taking the Giants to win and cover, and I'm gonna go with the over forty-five points. I think these teams are gonna be able to go back and forth. Uh neither defense is great. So the offenses of Lamar and Saquon are gonna they're gonna duke it out, and I can see this being a high scoring game.
1: And I think you were clearly falling into their trap. So I will also take the Giants to cover in the over, but I'm taking Baltimore to win because what the Giants do not have is an MVP quarterback.
0: Did you propose a trade to me during our podcast?
1: As you were talking about T. Higgins? <laughs> I had to. You're welcome to read it. Okay. You know, all right. Sure. Sure. It's sure. probably not going to, I'm probably not going to get it. But no, I, I, be, I
0: looked at the first name and I was already on the reject button. Oh, um, my God. So, uh, all right. So, Pat, you want T. Higgins, who yes. I I want rid of, so that's completely yes. fair. But yep. you also want Damian
1: Pierce, who is you doing. Just, wait, real quick, you said two weeks ago that he was available.
0: Yeah, uh, I that that's still accurate. But
1: yeah, okay. so let's the, not. The, the, the price not keeps have.
0: going up. The price keeps going up with how well he's doing. I think
1: I offered a very nice package.
0: All right, so I'll, I'll read the package. Uh, Cortland Sutton with the broken yes. Russell Wilson.
1: But he's comparable to T. Higgins.
0: I agree. I agree. Okay. That's that's fair. I you know, if you might I might I might do Sutton for just Higgins. Um that's mm. a possibility. Um okay. AJ Dillon, who hasn't been doing anything, neither has really yep. any of the Packers. Uh and then Travis Etienne, who has had one game.
1: He's actually played in five. <laughs> has he? I'm giving you potential Uh for a guy who, it's the Texans. I'm giving you two guys who, James Robinson didn't do anything. Travis Etienne was the number one running back for them last week. That is true. That is true. And A.J. Dillon, you don't know what's going to change. Aaron Jones could get hurt. Exactly. This (laughs) This is a high potential draft choice.
0: But is Russell still Denver's quarterback? For now. All right, well. For now I'm gonna I'm gonna reject this. Okay. <laughs> uh the model did I read this? Models taking the Ravens to win and the Giants to cover. Oh boy. All right, we're back to this. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, three and two, taking on the one and four Kenny Pickett led Steelers.
1: I'll save you the trouble. Okay. The Steelers to win the over and the Steelers. I'm teasing the spread to plus 12 or minus 12. Minus 12. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're doing a, what is that? 20 and a half point tease.
0: So, uh, unironically Pat, I did take the Steelers to win and cover.
1: Oh, I didn't do that. (laughs) Um, I,
0: I said, I said the Steelers will win one of these games against these tough teams. So, they didn't do it against Buffalo. They have Tampa Bay now. This is the one. This is the one. Because we win these stupid games at home when we shouldn't. That's Mike Tomlin football. I don't know why we do it, but that's what I'm doing. I'll take the plus 307 on the money line for the Steelers, minus 388 for the Bucks. You're not going to take that. That's not worth that risk. And I will take the 8.5 point spread for the Steelers. I'm not going to take that bet right now because I think that thing's going to keep going up. Um, the closer we get to the game, I, that that might make its way to 10. And when it does, that's when I am launching in that bet. The over-under of 44 points, we're, we're just going to sling the ball. That's all we can do. Um, so I'm going with the over, 44 points. And on a real note, you know, it might be Tampa Bay getting like, 35 of them, <laughs> but, but we won't, we won't talk about that. So th- those are my picks.
1: Okay. In all honest, I took Tampa Bay to win cover and the under, I could totally see another 38 to three game.
0: All right, model. Do you, do you have the faith? Do you have the faith? Uh, nope. Tampa Bay to win and cover for the model. See that those are the smart, Smart picks. Don't listen to me for this one. The one and four Carolina Panthers taking on to two and three Rams. The Panthers have fired their head coach, Matt rule. Baker has a high ankle sprain. It's going to be PJ Walker coming in and getting the start. I don't know if this changes the outcome of the game, but I think they're a better team now because of, of, of this. So, The Rams have also looked absolutely terrible. Um, Offense for the Panthers can't score. And apparently neither can the offense for the Rams. So let me read... Where'd it go? The Rams have failed to put up more than 10 points in three of the five games they've played. And when they have put up more than 10 points, it was 12 against Arizona. Arizona. And then 27 against the Falcons. So something is up there because I'm pretty sure Cooper still gets like 150 plus yards every single one of those games with 12 receptions because he is the only one that can do anything on that game. So I will take the Rams to win this. um, But that 10.5 point spread, I I don't have confidence in them uh, to cover that. So I'll take Carolina to cover. And as I was kind of insinuating, I'll take the under 41 points, even though that's a very low line. These teams just aren't scoring.
1: Yeah. I think for me, I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers to cover. I think that the rally is real and I'm going to take them a win because why not? I don't think the Rams have been that good. I think that they've been one dimensional. I think they haven't been themselves. It seems like something's wrong with Stafford. This whole injury thing that they were discussing. He doesn't seem like himself. And it doesn't seem like the running game's there anymore. So I think that the Panthers could realistically kind of walk their way to a win, in a sense, because I don't think either team's really that great. So for me, I'm going to take Carolina win and cover, and I'm going to take the under as well. I think it's going to be a a very bad game. I'm I'm not excited about either of these teams right now.
0: What I believe will be the highest-scoring game of the week... Haven't even talked about Buffalo and Kansas City yet, but I think it'll be even higher scoring than that. The Arizona Cardinals are taking on the Seattle Seahawks, both teams at two and three. Uh, Cardinals currently two and a half point away, favorites minus 144 in the money line, plus 121 for the Seahawks. Currently sitting at an over under of 50 and a half points, and I, I have them breaking that over. Both teams here. I think they're going to have to sling it. Gino doesn't know anything else but sling in the ball. Uh, that's all he can do. And that's all he wants to do because he has multiple chips on his shoulder. Um, we, we talked about it earlier this season. And at this point, it doesn't matter. They're not. I think they know they're not really playing for playoffs. And they are just going out guns blazing, which is a a, a play method, a play calling method that we don't really see with Pete Carroll. Um, So this has been just incredibly fun to watch what Geno Smith can do. And now uh, Richard Penny is out. So the rookie Kenneth Walker is going to get his first start in the NFL. And I I think he can have a decent game. The Cardinals defense isn't anything scary at all. Um, Seattle's defense also not scary at all. Also, this is wild. And I didn't, no, nor nor expect this The Seahawks have the number one rated offense in power rankings but they're the second worst ranked team overall so their offense is really good but their defense is just so bad that it takes them down the entire way I don't know who's below them probably Carolina um, but uh, for me I will take uh, the home team here Like I said, when it's these close games, divisional uh, rivalries, uh, it's going to be close. But I will take Seattle to win and cover, and I'll take that over.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of shocked that Seattle has the number one offense. On paper, you wouldn't think that. Like, they have a good wide receiver core, but you have an above-average quarterback and a bum running back right now. So I think with the way the Arizona's been playing, I'm not super excited about them as well. So I agree with the Seattle to win in cover. However, when we're about the defenses, I think that this could potentially become a shootout. So, I'll take the over as well. I I think that I have not been impressed by Arizona. They still have one more game without DeAndre Hopkins, I believe. So, until he comes back, it seems like they're a broken offense. And I don't know if we know if James Conner's even playing right now. I think he's potentially out as well. So, for me, Arizona looks like a broken offense. Seattle looks like they're just kind of hanging out. And Ryan Long, but if I was Seattle, I'd be a little bit concerned that you're doing a little bit too good to get that future quarterback pick. Because we were told Drew Locke was the future. Clearly he's not.
0: Well, did the Did you see what Pete, good old Pete said? Dumbest thing I've ever heard. He said Drew Locke is nipping at the heels of Geno Smith to start.
1: Uh, okay. So can Drew Locke be the number seven fantasy quarterback? Because that's what that would mean.
0: (laughs) No, 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 he can't. I think Peach is being too nice.
1: He's like the old grandpa who like, comes home and brings you candy from the store.
0: Yeah, but it's like the, the hard candy that good. you don't really want.
1: Word, there's originals.
0: <laughs> All right, Pat. So you're taking Seattle wind cover over? Yes. All righty. The model doing the same. What? uh they have Seattle winning by .02 points, uh, which obviously nice. isn't a thing, but Seattle to win and cover for the model. And now the game that everyone thinks is going to be the best game of the week. 4-1 Buffalo Bills against the 4-1 Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo currently a 2.5 point away favorite, minus 142 on the money line. Uh, plus 119 for the Chiefs and over under of 54. And that will be the highest on the week. Uh, both quarterbacks look fantastic as, you know, as expected. They should look fantastic. Um, this is supposed to be a, a close game. It's supposed to be a shootout. I am not super convinced it it will be. Um, I think Buffalo is going to take the reins and kind of just Drive away with it. Kansas City looked rough to start that game against the Raiders and then had to crawl their way back. And they really might have only won because the Raiders coaching staff is is dumb as shit by trying to go for two for whatever reason. Um, I I don't know. You you don't want to get the balls back in Patrick Mahomes hand. Yeah, sure. (laughs) But you got to give yourself a chance and that you, you didn't do that. Um, And then Hunter Renfro just completely smashing into Devontae Adams and getting him suspended. But uh, yeah, so I I do think this is going to be an easier matchup than expected. Um, So I'm taking the Bills to cover, win, and the over-under is too high for me. I'm going to take the under.
1: Yeah, I was concerned about the over as well, but for some reason, I'm feeling like this game is going to be the difference maker. So I'm taking Buffalo to win and cover, but I'm going to take the over. I haven't been super impressed with Kansas city's defense. Obviously they let the Raiders get up on them very quickly. And I think Buffalo is obviously a much better offense. So I could see this potential become a shootout. Now Buffalo's defense is pretty good, but if they can continue to have secondary issues, I feel like Travis Kelsey and those guys can exploit that. So I think the over four, 54 seems high, but I don't think it's that high.
0: The model is going to take, where the hell did it go? Oh, there it is. Buffalo to win it and cover. Uh, Sunday night football divisional matchup to Dallas Cowboys at four and one. Absolutely absurd. Uh, What if, what if Dak comes back and they just start losing? Do, Do they go back to Cooper Rush if that happens?
1: No, there's no way because Dak's a household name. You can't do that. In the grand scheme of things, Cooper Rush is, he's good. But how long is the success going to sustain itself?
0: Yeah, I I guess that's really the question because I've never been a fan of Dak. I think he's completely overrated. Um, They tried comparing him to guys like Patrick Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen. They're like, oh, he's the next quarterback that should get a a big payday. The the fact that he hasn't done anything to really prove that. I, I don't get that. Um, Jerry Jones is obsessed with him for whatever reason, but I, I think the smart move is to stick with that hot hand. And I, I know, I don't know that they haven't played the toughest teams, but on paper, it kind of looks like they did. So they got to win against the Bengals who should have been a tough team. Now we're learning they're really not that great. They got to win against the Giants who are turning out to be pretty good for whatever reason. They got to get against the Commanders, yeah, not that impressive, um, but then they get a 22-10 a to 10 win against the Rams, which, again, on paper, super impressive, um, but now we're finding that the Rams <laughs> really aren't that great, um, but yeah, it's an interesting question. I, I would personally stay in the flames with Cooper Rush until he starts losing, which I don't know when that will be. It might be this game, but after that, they have a pretty damn easy schedule. So, four and one Cowboys taking on the five and zero Philadelphia Eagles, uh, minus six home favorites for Philly, minus two sixty five on the money line, plus two eighteen for uh, the Cowboys. Over under of just forty two, which surprised me. Uh, I don't know what happened there to have it sink that low, but that that's an easy over for me. Um, I love Philadelphia. This season, Jalen Hurts has looked good. Um, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith looking great. Um, Their defense really might be what what makes them a a great team. But uh, I think it will be close. Divisional matchups always are. Primetime football. I'm taking Philly to win, Dallas to cover, and I'll take that over 42 points.
1: I'm going to take Philly to win and cover. I'm going to take the over as well. But where I disagree with you is... You know, you brought up the whole thing. Like, if Dak continues to come back and he's bad, do they go back to Cooper Rush? I feel like this is the game that Philadelphia may expose Cooper Rush, because we've learned for, through Dallas that the running game is not that great. Like Tony Pollard's good, Zeke is good, but they're not excellent. I don't put Dallas in that top tier of NFC talent, where clearly Philadelphia has shown that they're up there. So for me, I'm concerned that Dallas is going to get exposed this game. And even though Dallas has a pretty solid defense, clearly Philadelphia doesn't need to worry about that. Because not only do you have a good running quarterback, but you have, was it three competent running backs? Two very solid wide receivers, a great tight end, a good line, and a quarterback that can not only run, but he can pass. You can't stop that. So I think that Philadelphia should run away with this game. It may not be a complete blowout, but I, I don't see it getting as close as you do.
0: In the final game of the week. Oh, no, I got to read the model. Model is taking Philly to win and cover. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Final game of the week. Uh, Monday night football, two and three, Denver Broncos against the three and two Chargers. Uh, boy. <laughs> Russ looks bad, but apparently he went to. Get some miracle shot that's gonna cure everything. I I I don't know. I don't buy that at all. Um Chargers five point home favorites, minus two thirty-eight on the money line, plus one ninety-three for the Broncos, over under of 45 and a half points. I I really think it's only gonna be the Chargers scoring here, so I'm gonna take them the win and cover. And because of that, I I have to go with the the under 45 and a half. I think. Man, if it was any other year, uh, this would be an easy over, but Russ has looked poo-poo. So I I, got to take that under.
1: I think for me, I'm going to take Denver to cover, Los Angeles to win, and I'm going to take the over. And I think the reason why is clearly it's been exposed that Russ has the issue with, what is it, his torn labrum? Is that what it was? Lat? Something? It's it's the same thing Dak had. Okay, that doesn't help me, but we're just going to go with the fact that he's not himself. So the Chargers defense has not been good. And I think what I'm looking at is 45 and a half. So what's that, a 24-24 game, 24-21, whatever. I feel like both teams can easily put that up. So I feel like that for me, the Chargers are starting to turn themselves on. I feel like the Broncos can't be that bad for this long. So I'm going to take the over. Denver's got to be closer than what they have been, especially because the Chargers have been letting teams get close for the most part. So based off of those two things, like I said, Denver to cover, the over, and the Chargers to win. I think the Chargers is a little bit better.
0: And the model will be doing the same. They're going to take the Chargers to win and Denver to cover. So that'll do it for this Week's matchups, please pay attention to our Action Network, um, SWTN underscore podcast to follow the bets Pat and I actually make, and then follow SWTN underscore models, uh, to get the bets that the model is taking. So you can follow both of those there on Action Network. Um, you can also check out our website, sleepingwiththenumbers.com. Uh, if you want to get into some prop betting this weekend, quickest and easiest way to do it. Is with Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, new users get their first deposit match instantly, up to 100 bucks. So if you want to go and bet on the horrible uh, Washington Chicago game just to make it somewhat interesting, you can do that. You go deposit 100 bucks to Monkey Knife Fight. They'll give you 100 bucks to play with. Now you can bet 200 bucks on Carson Wentz to throw more interceptions than uh, Justin Fields gets touchdowns.
1: Thing else you should check out is BarkBox. It's a monthly subscription box that will bring you dog treats and toys directly to your door. And they do a great job of helping you pick out the right stuff for your dog. So my dog is a pit bull. So we have gotten a super chewer and it's a lot different than what you would get for, say, a Yorkie. It's a little bit stronger. It's a little bit longer lasting. Not as exciting, but it will be worth your money. And the treats are usually in pretty good quality. So everything that we've gotten has been a big hit and we'll continue to do so. So check it out and you go to free month.
0: Thanks everyone. And we will see you next week.